0: Hi, I'm Natalia, I'm Gen Z, I'm Molly, a millennial, this is
1: Arnisha, Generation X,
2: and I'm Micah, the
1: Boomer. And, and we are Dame, Dame Talk. Talk,
2: four women, four generations, four unique points of view.
0: Hi guys, this is Natalia, and today we will be talking about whether or not you should quit or stay at your job so i started working since i was 15 years old and for the last four years of switching jobs and trying different careers i've learned to look out for a few telltale signs on when to move on from a job i've actually come up with five signs that i feel are the most important to look out for before we get into the juicy details um dames do you have any kind of firsthand experience with either like changing career paths Or have you been in, like, a bad environment and you just thought, like, this is not it. Like, I have to change or something like that.
2: I definitely have. Many a time. (laughs) I I think my, 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 yeah, too many. My challenge is that um, if I don't feel aligned with where senior management is going with the organization Mm. and I can't reconcile that personally and professionally, then I start to get a little frustrated and that causes me to start thinking, you know what, maybe this isn't the organization for me. Um, but then as you go through your career, you realize most of the times there, you're not gonna be always aligned with senior management. So you just have to figure out how you can, um, within your own role, make sure you're um, achieving what you need to achieve within your either your group department or whatever, your particular job as opposed to always trying to be completely aligned with where senior management is going with the overall organization. So otherwise you'll be quitting all the time.
3: Mm. Yeah. yeah, I've definitely felt that way. Um, maybe a couple of times, but um, one particular time it just felt like there was actually probably both. I feel like it was just a situation where I didn't feel like I could grow. I was being held back. Um, and so it was a, um, uh, it was just reached that point where I just felt like I I had to get out. Um, Now I have uh, my kind of thing is leave before you get bitter. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's Um, good. Because now I look back on, um, you know, at least one of those situations. um, And I'm pretty bitter about it even now. Um, after a few years and I think even about the organization and I'm just bitter towards the whole thing and just, you know, (laughs) throw it overboard and we're, um, so yeah, so now I kind of, you know, I recognize those, those moments and I'm just a big proponent of leave before you're bitter. For sure. If you can,
2: you can't always get you more. Know. Yeah, yeah. And, we'll, and we'll get into that. Good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How do you prevent bitterness? That's another. That's another right. episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How not to be bitter?
3: <laughs> and maybe it's burnout. Maybe it's burnout. Burn, maybe yeah. The, the, but
1: that the cause yeah. of the bitterness. Yeah. yeah. And and for me, it's been um, the culture, the culture of the mm-hmm. of the organization. It being a whether it's a fit with me for me rather or not. Um, I think I told you guys about an incident once before this one, one of them was as a college student where I acted like I was a, you know, I wasn't a college student and I got a job working for a, um, an attorney and he was just very disrespectful, really condescending. Uh, I talked about that in a prior episode. I, 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 didn't last the summer there. Then as a, um, as, as a professional, I was a head of the VP, a VP of marketing leading the marketing department at a company. And, um, the somebody in, in senior management had a very, very similar style as the as the attorney. A lot of yelling, a lot of cursing, yeah. um, um, very, very condescending, insulting, probably bordering on um, you build, being able to build a lawsuit. Yeah. Seriously, oh my God, probably bordering on that. Um, and that environment is just not a good fit for me. When that is being directed towards you, or to when it was directed towards me, I I knew I couldn't stay.
2: Yeah, you
1: know, it just physically starts to impact you. Physically, the person walks in, and you just feel your stomach cramp up. You just start to, you know, you everything. Yet, it, it just makes you start to feel sick. So I knew that it, you know, in both cases, I had to leave. It just I knew it wasn't right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So
0: to start off, um this I kind of like learned at a early age and I guess it's this one's kind of more personal to me um because I'm the type of person where like I work to get money I mean I do like the environment and the type of work like I guess culture that's in the workplace that I'm like trying to be a part of is important but um coming from not like the richest family um I do aim to like make sure that I'm comfortable you know I never want to be in need you know so my first tip is to go where the money is um the first job that I had was um a lifeguarding position and I've been a lifeguard for like four years now yeah um but as soon as I got my certificate I wanted to start making money um I was making $9.50 at the, my first job, my first life job, um, which wasn't bad, but I knew I could be making more. Uh, my cousin had actually been working at another pool for years, and she really enjoyed it. Um, she also said that the work environment was great, and so was the pay. <laughs> um, I didn't have a problem with my first job. I actually really liked it. Um, the management was efficient. I had made friends with the rest of the staff, and the pool members were actually considerate. <laughs> Um, but if I return the following year, I would have only made, um, $9 and 75 cents. So only a 25 Mm cent upgrade. Um, whereas at my cousin's job, I would have had a starting salary of $10. So (laughs) I've been at that job for three years now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I honestly love it. Um, but I, before I made the transition like permanently to the other pool, um, I had a serious conversation with one of my, um, I guess, managers or head guards at the first job, and um, I had, like, gained a rapport with him. I guess we were, like, friendly and stuff, so I could talk openly about me, like, considering a new job, and he was actually the person that said, like, no matter what, go where the money is, mm-hmm. and that's how he actually got the head job, head guard position, because, um He was at a different pool. They weren't treating him that well. He wasn't getting the money that he, like, knew that he could be making. And he went to another job, and he loves it even more. So,
2: um... Now, did you think about asking for more money at that place to match it? I definitely wasn't in a position to be asking for more money. (laughs) Um... And
0: for that type of job, it's it's not like common to really ask for raises, you
1: know? Okay.
0: Because like it's it's like a summer job, you know? Okay. So it's not like um like a huge company or
2: anything like that. But um, I think see people would think that, but that doesn't mean if if you had said to them, I'm thinking about going, considering going to another pool, and you know it's a twenty five percent twenty five cent difference or fifty cent difference, but it makes a di- you know it's it over oh, it adds up. up. It adds yeah. up. Is there any opportunity for me to have additional, you know, get more money here so that you don't have to leave? I think there's mm-hmm. a, if, if you do it in the right way, no matter what job you're in, you should feel comfortable enough, especially if you think you're qualified and yeah. you, you deserve it, to ask for a little bit more money. Yeah. They don't give it to you because you're not asking, so there's no reason to give it to you. But even
0: after, um, after you do reach out, I mean, it's definitely good to not like jump straight to oh I'm gonna quit the job because I don't like uh have all the things that I want from my work environment. Um it is good to you know go out and ask for like what you should be treated as or what you should be getting. But if you don't get it, then you might want to look somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely but to yeah. ask
2: first. If you don't try you right. then yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. if at first you don't try then yeah. like something even an something hourly job. You- <laughs> Whatever yeah. job I just want women especially feel that they, sh, you know, ask for what you want. Yeah. Just, put, you know, do it respectfully. And then mm-hmm. if you don't get it, then start evaluating. Yeah. But. Uh.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so the second tip is, um, or the second reason is a difficult work environment, which is what you guys are actually touching upon. Mm-hmm. Um so obviously no company is going to show anything other than the picture perfect work environment where everyone gets along and there are no difficult bosses, by the way, tune into our older episode about dealing with these difficult bosses <laughs> <laughs> selfless promo. Um, but unfortunately that's not always the case. And there's no way you can actually predict the office culture before you sign on the dotted line. Um, so if after a few months or even a few years, you still feel like you're stuck in a toxic environment, try reaching out to HR, like try to make your situation better um, or having a conversation with your supervisor. But if they're unhelpful or they actually make the problem worse, then I would seriously consider other jobs.
2: Yeah. That's sure definitely what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I guess what the question though is what if you're in that toxic situation, which I really feel bad and you can't, leave until yeah. you find another job right. just because financially it doesn't work. Right. Right. Yeah. Then right. there's you know you have to figure that's out right. ways yeah. to cope like, to cope. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for the people who just don't have that option because yeah. nobody should be in a toxic working environment I agree. It's yeah. just it's so,
1: terrible. You know, it's
2: draining how you become re- better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And sick. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: So our third reason is a career change. Uh, Recently, personally, (laughs) I've changed my major from biology to business management only to go right back to biology after I realized that business management wasn't really for me. Um, But because I actually tried a different path, it helped me solidify the fact that biology was what I was meant to study and it actually gave me more motivation to work harder in my classes. So this type of trial and error method could also be helpful when choosing careers. Try things that interest you, and if you don't see yourself continuing down a certain career path, then make a change. You, as the employee, should strive to find a job that fulfills all of your needs and shouldn't really settle for for less. Mm. Find something that doesn't make you dread going to work or bring back negative energy home.
1: Mm. Don't be bitter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a change in career is actually a really good reason to leave. Mm-hmm. It, it is, but it's not an easy thing to do. Yeah, depending on what the change is, yeah. you
2: might have to take a step back. Mm-hmm.
1: Like That's I think right. to your
2: point, you should get all that you want in your job. Yeah. So sometimes you might be willing. You not. You should be willing to sacrifice a little for the long term. Yes. yes, we are work. We are going to be working. or have worked for so long. Right. That if you think about it, just a step back Absolutely. for a few years is actually going to move you, full, could propel you forward. Because if you're point. passionate about something, it'll come through. Mm-hmm. So we have to think of our careers and jobs working as a long-term game. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, so, to your point, it, it contradicts go for the money mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. Right? But it could. Every case is different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think just balancing that out with yeah. happiness. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: But I think that also ties in with, like, not settling for less. Like, you should find, like, a place that suits your, like, emotional needs, but also, like, your financial, you know? Yeah. So it just, like, depends on the balance and, like, what you're looking for and where you're looking, like, at, I guess.
1: Yeah. I, I think even there that you it has to be in the context of what your current you know, situation, situation is, yeah. you know? Like, I have been looking for a job for 15, 15, months now. Mm-hmm. So where I was originally is not where I am now. Yeah. You know, so there are, you know, I would, I would, I've definitely changed my salary requirements. You know, I've changed the levels. Um, I've changed a few things just in being open to, you know, just in being open to, um, to, to other opportunities. But that said, when I do start working again, I think that it would take a lot for me to leave, <laughs> to leave yeah. a company because it's been so long. Yeah. You know, I'll keep remembering that okay, you know it was you know that was a long 15 16 oh, yeah. months, right? Yeah. Exactly. My yeah. mindset will be very very different like okay, look, it's it's not that bad, you know? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> it, 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 it doesn't happen overnight. Like you definitely have true. to like be in a certain situation. You have to live out that situation in like a certain amount of time feel for it and then like after careful consideration like depending on your situation then you say like oh what are the steps i need to like change where i am now yeah and to get to where i want to be
1: yeah you know it's funny yeah. my family used to call me the job gypsy <laughs> they called me that for years because i was somewhere new every two or three years <laughs> so they called me the job gypsy wow. so i've changed jobs a lot mm-hmm. um and I would say all but maybe one or two. I feel like I should not have done it. You know, mm-hmm. I should have stayed a little longer um, yeah. because I've changed jobs so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and like I said, I only regret—I definitely regret one, um, maybe, maybe two. So for me, when my changes were usually for advancement, not always for more money. Mm-hmm. but usually for advancement. Yeah. One I think maybe once or twice I made the same it was a um a lateral move for salary, but I got I became more senior. Mm-hmm. Um but most of mine were so that I could move up the ladder because as you're moving up the ladder the money's going to come, yeah. you know. The money's definitely going to come. But now in this situation I might not be well, I will not be. I doubt it seriously as senior as I was um at my last job. And and if money's gonna be, you know, impact that as well. So that is an adjustment that I'm going to have to make mentally. And I'm I'm hopeful that once I land the job, I'm not in in my old mindset of, you know, you gotta get about it. You know, you gotta have to make a move so that you can make more money and get a salary so you can I'm hoping that I will not go back, default back to that because that's been my default. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, I want to, I want to become more senior. How do, what do I need to learn here so that I can position myself for, you know, for a, a more senior role? Um, but yeah, yeah, but so, I think that also, was the
2: right strategy, yeah. and it's still the right strategy. As someone says, yeah. nothing is your, nothing has to be your forever job. Yeah, that's true. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, I'm just so good. Yeah. yeah, I'm just getting tired of looking. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: after a certain point, yeah, yeah I'm just getting tired yeah. of
1: looking.
0: But um, for like the way I look at it, especially people that are like just starting their careers, yeah, for me it's better to like try a bunch of stuff and like regret a few things, or like say, oh, this wasn't for me, than later on being like. Thinking that I'm stuck in a job and like regretting, oh, I wish I tried this or oh, I wish I tried that. Like, and having that uncertainty of like, oh, maybe this is what I was supposed to do instead of solidly knowing that, oh, I tried this. It wasn't, you know, what was meant for me, but that only makes me know that like this other path is like what I'm meant to do. And it gives me confidence
2: in what I'm doing, you know? Yes. Yeah. And always live below your means financially because then you have more options. Yeah. When you're not like t- tapped out, where right. you're like, yeah. I have to make this salary mm-hmm. because I cannot live unless I make this salary. It just yeah. loosens you up a little bit and give you more, more options yeah. and opportunities. And that's a that's
1: a that's a learning that you should apply at a young age, yeah. <laughs> because then it becomes a habit. You know, I I did I didn't I've never. I just never lived beneath my means I always lived at my means Mm -hmm. so when you are at a point where you're like okay my means are not there Mm -hmm. anymore it's a big adjustment
0: now it's kind of different or like harder I guess because like with social media and everything like if you see like if I saw like another 19 year old like a multimillionaire, like with a company and like driving Mm -hmm. private jets and like a Lamborghini or something like that Mm -hmm. then for me it kind of like obviously instills jealousy and stuff like that. But me personally, it makes me, like, strive harder. And that's why, like, money is kind of more important to me. Oh. So, yeah. Shut that so I know. Me, it's yeah. it's so bad. <laughs> Shut it's it down. A, this is a bad habit. But um, in a way, I guess. It's hard for your generation. Yeah. More it, really is, you know, it definitely is. isn't good, like, mentally. But for me, because, I mean, obviously, I grew up with social media and stuff like that. But, like, I didn't – I'm not younger, so it's not, like – that
1: important in a way
0: Mm -hmm. i guess if that makes sense
1: but remember (laughs) that person is one in probably 100 million yeah the odds of being 19 years old with those resources it is you anyway, know, it's like a fluke of nature. It's yeah. just not. It, it takes make,
0: time to learn to not be so hard on yourself, yes. and to accept that like what I'm doing is okay, and what I will be doing
1: is also okay. yes, absolutely is enough. Yeah, it's enough for you. Yeah. Is what well, you for need. our generation
2: it was TV. You saw someone on TV, and you're yes. like, oh, I want to be like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think
3: for like for my millennial, my fellow millennial friends, uh, mm-hmm. and I, we just look at it and we're like, oh, our parents. Owned homes at <laughs> our age oh, like, I just, I just want, want to own something,
0: something. Like I don't care about the Lamborghini I
3: just want to own something let me own special <laughs> New York you know like, yeah. so I think that's like it's you yeah. yeah. know those different,
0: different yeah. things that you look towards
3: like the goal in yeah. life yeah. you know?
0: um, and our fourth <laughs> reason is actually interesting because you brought it up Molly it's no room for progress Mm-hmm. So I've been a lifeguard for four years now and at this point I could probably perform saves in my sleep <laughs> that's good yeah I mean it's not easy by any means <laughs> um, but it makes me happy and I honestly love going to work every day but still I feel like I could be doing something more mm-hmm. so if you go to work every day and you think to yourself it's just a job like I just go in punch punch in do my work, punch out I'm fine um, or you're feeling too comfortable then you might want to find something that will actually push you like to more success. Um, of course, if you're happy with the place that you work, there's no reason to leave. <laughs> but for people that are just starting in their career, don't settle for less. Strive for something that will actually push you forward if you feel like you're stagnant or the place that you're currently at won't help you evolve.
2: Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And then from your perspective, how w- would you suggest they – Go about finding that more um, a challenging role. Honestly, networking and the trial and error
0: method. I mean, it, obviously, like, maybe this could go even into the side hustle episode. Make sure you check that out. Um, <laughs> but trying new careers isn't such, like, um, it's not, like, an absolute. You can... Uh, Like for me, for example, I'm like a big science nerd. I'm going into biology and I'm probably going to be a doctor someday. But that doesn't mean like I love fashion and I love makeup and I'm like selling clothes and like doing makeup. I might even start a YouTube channel or something. It doesn't mean that you can't like branch out if you allocate your time correctly without like burning out. But definitely like try new things. Like life is so short. You only get like to live it once. Like, there's no reason why you should be stuck in one position because you think it will, like, keep you afloat,
2: you know? Right. I think yeah. that's a good point, though, yeah. around trying new things mm-hmm. that don't... It doesn't necessarily have to bring you money, but yeah. it can bring you happiness and satisfaction, yeah. 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 So, for you, and I think you've mentioned it before, you like doing your friends make. Yeah. You know, that <laughs> brings you a lot of happiness and satisfaction. Not mm-hmm. only you like to do you like to do your own, but, you know, you're not charging your friends, or you could charge your friends, or you could get referrals from your friends, you know? Yeah. so. It, I, I think that's a good learning um, tip mm-hmm. is don't necessarily feel like just because you are trained in one way that you've got to stay there. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be your job, but then other things you can try other things outside of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, go I was just going to say, and to <laughs>
3: Micah, to add to answering your question around like, what do you look for then if, for growth opportunities or, or, um, when you feel like you need to have new opportunities to expand and all that. Um, For me, what I've always found when I've tried to, you know, when I've left jobs before because I felt like I didn't have those opportunities to grow or those to try something new or um, expand my skills, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. um, I thought really hard about what it was that was missing in those roles so that it wasn't just, I think a lot of times Mm. I've heard from, you know, managers or, you know, other um more senior level folks who get frustrated with people who are you know maybe gen z maybe mm-hmm. millennial but earlier in their careers who are mm-hmm. talking about growth they want growth opportunities and you know i'm not growing enough and i want to grow more and i think part of that is like we are known as being very ambitious generations so mm-hmm. we want to accomplish a lot there's yeah. a lot to do in the world and like we, we gotta get it done yeah. um but i think the other part of that is that I wonder if in the past it's been very closely tied with when you're talking about growth, you mean promotions Mm -hmm. and salary increases. And so then, you know, managers will say, you know, it's not all about a promotion or salary increases. And then my response has been, I completely agree with you. So can you help me figure out what it is about then? And then there's nothing, there's no support there to help figure out. then what does that Mm -hmm. growth look like? So for me then I've looked at, okay, what would I consider? What am I doing now? What do I want to be doing? That's not just a title change or, an act, you know, it's not about that aspect of growth. Um, and then I specifically look for those in new jobs. So like I have wanted to work more in strategy. So I look in roles that have, you know, ability for me to, you know, participate in, in coming up with the, the team strategy and like actually ex- executing on that and managing different projects and all of that. Um, to kind of like fill those gaps. So it may not be something that's totally career changing or, or um, so massive, but it's like filling those very specific holes that I feel like I've had.
2: Okay. So you're, I think you're, you're, you're a good point about understanding what you're looking for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause if you don't, if you just say, I just want more money or I just want a better title, but you don't really know what you, right. what you're looking for for your professional career, then you start chasing the wrong things. And yeah. then in the way, people don't take you as seriously, you know, because if you can articulate to your manager, I want to be here, which means I need to do these things. So can I do this project? You know, then people respect that. And, and then you, be, they look at you in a different light as opposed to how do I make more money? No manager wants to hear that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I think that's a good point. Yeah. And another thing, like with the
0: networking, sometimes like it's not like you don't have enough time or you don't have the means or like you're already juggling a lot of stuff where you don't have the opportunity to like try new hobbies or try other careers. So just finding someone that's already in the career that you want to try, get their input on it. You know, I mean, everybody's situation is different. Everybody can have different experiences. But because of that, it's good to at least get like, one or a few person's like perspective on something that you're kind of interested in, but you're on the fence about, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so So making an informed decision. Yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure. Definitely do research, like, do not just like make a sudden decision because most of the time you regret it. At Mm -hmm. least I definitely did. (laughs) So, um, my last kind of reason is, um, if the job is not fulfilling enough, Um, I've learned recently that your mental health is just as important as your physical health. No one knows you better than yourself. Of course, even people who love their jobs can feel stressed and overwhelmed during heavy workload seasons. But if you've noticed you've consistently started a spiral into a toxic mindset that actually affects your concentration and your physical health, then it might be something more than stress. Um, Chris, I'm probably going to butcher his name, but Chris twang (laughs) Um, is the co-founder and ceo of republic wireless he actually says that um, work can be your passion but it should not come at the cost of your life or health ever if your job is a detriment to your health and your role or company does not allow flexibility or resources to improve it then it's time to move on no job is worth sacrificing sacrificing the one body you have So, to identify the cause of your angst, try to set smarter work-life boundaries and see if your condition improves. Good. Yeah. I think, like, I don't know, just, you really have to consider yourself at the end of the day. Not even, like, your job, the finances, or anything like that. Like, there's no, like, reason for killing yourself at a job, you know, just to make ends I mean, not to make ends meet, but like to strive for—I don't know, like that Lambo that you want, or that like five-story house, or something like that. Just, I—I mm-hmm. I think when you said live below your means, like it really takes off a lot more pressure than to like overcompensate yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had
3: yeah, a, I, I had a good friend who's a um, high school teacher. Mm-hmm. And she, I still have this friend, but she's a high school teacher and she had a job um, that she was, she had a classroom of 37 students um, uh, in a pretty um, relatively rough school and and not a lot of support from the administration and and all of this. Um, And she eventually made a decision. She was, they offered her, you know, better classes that she wanted to teach, so it would have been. 37-plus students, but better classes that she wanted to teach and, and some of the things that she had been asking for for a while, and she ultimately decided that she needed to go to a different school um, or find a, a different teaching job because she was literally losing hair. Oh my she gosh. was so stressed. stressed. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, and for her, it's not like it was a career change. She's still a high school teacher. Yeah. She t- teaches at a different high school. She's yeah. much happier now. Um, but I think completely to your point, like there could be such stressful and because we, we can get, if you're so passionate about the work you're doing and you're committed to it, yeah. on the one hand, you know, like you can, you're fine with sacrificing that. But on the other hand, it like gets to an extreme, extreme where you just, you, you have to walk away. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah. you know, hopefully you walk away before you get to, to yeah. that that's point right. of physical deterioration. That's, right. that's like, right. It's so hard when you're in it to see just how yes. stressful and bad
1: it is. And you
2: know what here. happens a lot of times is when people go on vacation, they get sick. Yeah. it's because they have all that stress and then when they go on vacation their body like releases all the toxins that they've been holding tight right. and they inevitably inevitably get sick on vacation mm-hmm. that that's happens crazy. to a lot of people yeah, that's does. because of the stress oh, the interesting. yeah about that? we need more vacations <laughs> yeah yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah um yeah honestly I think at the end of the day just go with your gut like you are the best judge of your own situation you know like if if you're uncomfortable in a work environment or you're not getting you know fulfilled enough or you're not meeting your financial goals or anything like that like you know when it's time to say enough is enough right so hopefully we can all you know learn from this and continue to grow um and thank you for taking the time to listen to us and uh we hope to see you again soon If you have any questions, you can email us at dametalk4 at gmail.com. That's dametalk and the number four at gmail. To learn more about us and these topics, check out our website at dametalkpodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks so much for listening. This is Dame Talk. We don't know everything, but we know enough.